0: Welcome to the Cowboys Beat audio podcast, streaming live on the Cowboys Beat Podcast Network, where we talk about everything related to America's team. Prescott got a carry and reach flip sets up first and goal at the. Hosted by none other than Chris K. Third and seven, blitz coming. Prescott in trouble, lofting it to the corner. You may know him from his work on TikTok, but now he's taking over the podcasting world. We're not here to take part, we're here to take over. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Cowboys Beat Audio Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Cowboys B podcast for August 7, 2023. And on today's episode, we're going to be going over the Cowboys potentially bringing back Ezekiel Elliott. We're going to be talking about Malik Hooker's contract extension. We're going to be talking about Dak Prescott potentially getting a contract extension. And we'll be talking about the kicker situation as well. Before we get into that, if you're watching this on YouTube, please make sure to hit that like button. Make sure to subscribe as well. I greatly we appreciate that. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you may be listening to this at, uh, please make sure to leave a review. That would be greatly appreciated. Uh, five stars would be awesome. But without further ado, let's get into the episode. So the Cowboys have extended Mui Cooker. He signed a three-year contract up to $24 million. So here are the specifics of the contract. The bonus is $8 million. In 2023, he'll be making $1.25 million. In 24, he'll be making $1.75 million. Uh, in 25, he'll be making 5.5 million, and in 26, he'll be making 6.5 million. Okay, so when you get the the cap hits for this contract, not bad at all, not bad at all. I mean, granted, once you get into that 25 and 26 season, five and a half million dollars, and then six and a half million dollars. To me, I think that Malik Cooker can play up to that five and a half million dollars that he's going to be getting paid, and. It's not even like, like we have to think about it like this. He's not getting paid much for the first two years of the contract. And the bonus is $8 million, right? So on TikTok, I posted a video about the Malik Hooker contract and somebody said he's not worth $8 million per year. Well, he's not gonna be getting paid $8 million per year. I mean, I would agree with you if that was the case, but now that the specifics of the contract have come out, uh, I, I like the deal. I like the deal a lot. And you wanna know what, to me, this signals that Dan Quinn has had a profound impact on this organization because before Dan Quinn got there, they they weren't giving this type of money to safeties. They were rolling with whatever free agent that they could get in the third wave of free agency to be their safety or whatever six round pick they could draft to be their uh, safety. Not anymore. This organization has drafted or drafted safeties, paid safeties. Not only that, they're also drafting first round defensive tackles as well. Now they're starting to invest in that position, and to me, a lot of it has to do with what Dan Quinn has done with this defense. I think he is in the ear of the front office. I mean, as he should be. That's not surprising because when you look at what they were in two thousand twenty compared to what they were in two thousand twenty that or two thousand twenty one, that was a single leap. That was one year removed from each other. The Cowboys had a top 10 defense in 2021. They were probably a bottom five defense in 2020. That's unheard of. That's unheard of to go from that bad to that good on defense. But a lot of it had to do with one, a better defensive coordinator two, prioritizing the defensive side of the ball uh, through the draft. And yeah, I mean, those are the two big reasons as to why that happened. You add Dan Quinn, you add Micah Parsons. You, you you make some smart signings with Malik Cooker, who was, uh, I think he was, what, a fourth-wave free agent? I mean, they signed him around this time, two years ago, and now you're giving him a contract extension? You signed Jaron Curse, uh, a guy that we didn't have much expectations for, but you ended up giving him a contract. I assume that they're probably going to give him a contract pretty soon here. Yeah, like, it is... Crazy to me to see the drastic difference between what this organization was and what this organization is now, and a lot of that has to do with one man, Dan Quinn. And overall, Moy Cooker, I- I'm a big fan of the player, can play well on the roof, can come down, be a good run defender, good tackler as well for a free safety so overall, uh, I like that they're they're trying to keep this three-headed monster together. I think that J. Ron Curtis will probably be next for a contract extension. And I know there's people that are a bit tense about this contract extension. I don't know why. Uh, but look, obviously the Cowboys have some contracts coming down the pipe here. They have Micah Parsons coming down. They have Doc that they're going to re-sign. They have CDOAM, Terrence Steele. So they have some more guys to sign. The Cowboys wouldn't have extended Malik Hooker if they didn't believe that he could fit into their future plans. If if they thought that this contract was such a detriment to their cap that they weren't going to be able to sign the other guys that they have to sign, they wouldn't have signed Malik Hooker. But they obviously didn't think that that was the case, so that's why they ended up bringing him back. And yeah, I want to see this, this three-headed monster at safety for some time to come. And that's not even to take into account the, the young safeties that they have down the pipe. And this, to me, signals that maybe Dan Quinn is going to be here longer than we expect. Because if you're Dan Quinn, you're going, you're getting paid as much as a head coach gets paid to be the defensive coordinator for this team. Uh, you have less responsibility. You have less blame. If the Cowboys struggle this year, it's not going to be because of Dan Quinn. They're not going to be looking at Dan Quinn and, and looking to blame Dan Quinn. They're going to be looking to, to blame it on somebody else. So to me, Dan Quinn, he's in a perfect opportunity. with the, He has a perfect situation with the Cowboys getting paid big money to be a defensive coordinator, has a very talented defense, a front office that's willing to listen to him and invest on his side of the football. Yeah, I, I, I check, check, check. Why wouldn't Dan Quinn stay? You know, un- unless a team wants to really back up the brink truck for Dan Quinn, and at that point, hey, Jerry might just be like, hey, look, <laughs> this team wants to pay you a bunch of money to be their head coach. Hey, we'll pay you more, and you'll be the defensive coordinator. Like at that point, why would Dan Quinn say no to that? Now I understand the whole legacy thing. Maybe Dan Quinn wants to make a name for himself as a head coach and I understand that. That's fair. But man, if I were in Dan Quinn's situation, I'd I'd have to look at that and be like, I got the best defensive player in the league going through the next 10 years here. I have a lot of young players on defense that are really good. I have a, a solid offense on the other side of the ball that that can win us ball games. Why, why wouldn't I stay and go win a Super Bowl with this team? Yeah, just something to think about. But yeah, Malik Hooker, I like the deal, like the player, like the guy. All around, thumbs up from me. So the Cowboys have had early talks with Dak Prescott about a potential contract. That's the news. I think that they've been having talks with Dak Prescott for a little bit here, to be honest with you. And, I, and honestly when they decided to restructure his contract and have that $60 million cap hit for next season, that to me was all I needed to know in which, in uh, in the way that the Cowboys were going to handle the Dak Prescott situation. They're going to re-sign this guy. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And here's the thing. If I'm Dak Prescott, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I ain't restructuring my contract right now, or I'm not going to sign a new deal right now. I'm going to wait for Joe Burrow to sign his deal. And then when all these young quarterbacks are out of the way, now it's my turn to get this money. Because the longer the Cowboys wait to make this deal happen, the more they're going to have to pay. But I don't even think it's a Cowboys thing. I think it's a Dak Prescott thing. He has all the leverage here. He has all the leverage in this situation. He's going to wait for this Burrow deal to go through, and then he's going to get to the table, and then he's going to be like, all right, now let's talk. Now let's talk. And honestly, I understand from Dak's perspective why he would handle it from that, like the, the the reason why he's looking at it like that. You can talk about Dak not being as accomplished as Joe Burrow, but I can also see Dak Prescott saying, "Yo, I've been in the league longer than this guy. I want to get mine. If 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 he's younger than me and he's getting his, granted, he deserves his. Don't get it twisted. Joe Burrow deserves his. Joe Burrow, I believe, is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. So I'm not I'm not saying that." Doc is right in thinking that, but I'm saying that I understand where Doc's coming from when he says, all these young dudes are getting paid, I'm going to wait till they get their contracts, and then I'm going to go get mine. Because this could potentially be Doc Prescott's last big contract in the NFL. Could potentially. Could potentially. You know, because let's just say he signs a five-year contract. I don't think he will. I think he'll sign another four-year. But I think, okay, let's just say he signs another five-year. Then at that point, he's going to be, what, 35 when he goes for his next contract, Maybe he gets another big one if he's you know, playing at a high level come that age. But I understand where Doc Prescott's coming from, and I think he's going to wait, and, and I think it's a smart move for Doc. And honestly, I think ultimately this is the best thing for the team. I, I, I know there are people that don't like Doc Prescott out there. I know. I get it. There's Cowboys fans that don't like him. This guy gives you the best chance to win a Super Bowl over the next five years. What are you going to do? Are you gonna Are you going to go draft a rookie? are you going to go draft a rookie first-round pick? Are you going to trade up in the draft? Are you going to trade three first-round picks? Maybe even, and especially in next year's draft with Drake May and Caleb Williams, you're going to have to trade the house for a player that might not even be as good as Dak Prescott. So no doubt about it, Dak Prescott gives this team the best chance to win over the next five years, and I think that ultimately they're going to come to a contract agreement, and Dak Prescott's going to remain the quarterback of the Cowboys going into the future here. And I thought that this was a foregone conclusion when they de- when they decided to uh, re-sign him or uh, restructure his contract earlier in the offseason. So the Cowboys are potentially in the running to re-sign Ezekiel Elliott. So the three teams that are expected to be interested in Ezekiel Elliott right now are the Cowboys, the Jets, and the Patriots. Uh, To me, this is a non-story. This is a story that broke... Over the weekend, I don't think there's really much substance to it because, of course, the Cowboys are at least interested in Ezekiel Elliott. Does that mean that he's going to be coming back to this team? No, I don't think so. I don't think that they end up re-signing Ezekiel Elliott. I think he goes somewhere else. I mean, but also, it doesn't surprise me that the Cowboys' name is in this uh, uh, group of teams that could potentially sign Ezekiel Elliott. Right, like This is the same owner that said on the radio, I think two weeks ago, that the only reason why Jimmy Johnson isn't in the ring of honor is because if he were to be in the ring of honor, people would stop talking about it. That shows you what he's about. He's about the headlines. He's about winning the headlines. That's why... When the Odell Beckham situation popped off, they're still, like, they were still saying that they were interested in Odell Beckham Jr. all the way up to when he signed with the Baltimore Ravens. There was nothing there. that He was never going to sign with the Cowboys after they uh, decided to trade for Brandon Cooks. Or even over the offseason, they had their eyes on Brandon Cooks. That's the guy that they wanted to put on this football team. But they kept their name attached to Odell Beckham Jr. Why is that? Because it draws headlines. It's the same thing with Ezekiel Elliott. They are saying that they're interested in Ezekiel Elliott because it draws headlines. People are going to see that. The ESPN is going to post articles about it because they get clicks for this. And the Cowboys are going to remain in the headlines. That's the only reason why uh, this story is coming out with the Cowboys being interested in them. In my personal opinion, that's the way I look at it. But, you know, my thing is, I'm not against uh, bringing back Ezekiel Elliott. Not at all. I mean, what? He's going to be a guy that's going to, Uh, Eat up about ten carries a game, and I think a lot of what uh, a lot of the problems with Ezekiel Elliott over the past few years has to do with the fact that Kellen Moore isn't necessarily a guy with a creative run scheme, right? Like I think that Brian Schottenheimer and Mike McCarthy are going to draw up creative run plays for this team, and I think because of that, if Ezekiel Elliott were to come back to this team, I think that he would have a better year this year than he did last year. He had a he had a fine year last year, just wasn't worth what he was getting paid. So I'm not against it at all, but I think that the Cowboys do want to have a good look at Malik Davis and Rico Dowdow and see if these guys are worth keeping. Because I'm telling you right now, if they're not worth keeping, Ezekiel Elliott is definitely a name to look out for, but if they are worth keeping, they're going to keep them. Why? Because, uh, uh, what is it, they're getting paid uh, less than Ezekiel Elliott would be getting paid if they decided to bring him back, and they're younger, they're fresh legs. So... Overall, the Ezekiel Elliott story, is it something that can happen? Yes, it's something that can happen. I don't think it will happen. And I also wouldn't mind if it happened. There's still things that Ezekiel Elliott can provide to a football team. And I wouldn't mind having him on this football team. So the Cowboys are in a world of trouble when it comes to the kicker situation. And uh, this is unfortunate. So the Cowboys have released Tristan Viscayano. Now, granted, I didn't expect him to be the kicker for the Cowboys. So, you know, that is what it is. But um, this, to me, signals that the Cowboys are going to sign a kicker. Uh, I would say in the next couple of days here that I think they're going to sign a kicker. And who do I think they ultimately sign? I think it's probably going to be Mason Crosby. I think they're going to sign Mason Crosby. I mean, this is a guy that last season was 25 for 29 for field goals made. So he, uh, I think that's about 86% or 84%. I think. I, I'm sorry, I don't have the numbers off the top of my head here. Um, so this is a guy that can still play. You know, this is a guy that I think that the Cowboys ultimately bring in. Now there is Robbie Gold out there. That's another guy, but I think that front offices want to stay away from Robbie Gold. I mean, if they didn't want to stay away from Robbie Gold, he probably would have had a contract by now. This is a guy that doesn't want to participate in kickoffs, so that's something that front offices are taking into account. So I think it comes down to probably Mason Crosby or Robbie Golden. To be honest with you, either or, I'm perfectly fine with. I understand why the Cowboys have been trying to go with this young kicker, um, you know, for the past few years here. Last year, was, it was Garibay. They they had expectations for Jonathan Garibay. This year, it was Brandon Audrey that they thought uh, could potentially be the guy for them. And I understand why they're going like this, because when you have a kicker and you feel good about that kicker, you know, that's a guy that can be in your organization for 15, 20 years. I mean, we see what the Cowboys have been through with these kickers over the past few years and how we've been just trying to find a guy. Well, you wanna know what? It would be great if we were able to find a guy that we could keep within this organization for the next 10 to 20 years. So I understand where the Cowboys been uh, going with that, but unfortunately, it just hasn't worked for them so far. And because it hasn't worked, you got to bring in a guy that you know can be a good kicker for you. Maybe he's not the best kicker in the league, or you know, even in the top five or top ten, but he can be a reliable kicker for you. And I think either Robbie Gould or Mason Crosby could definitely be reliable kickers for you. And you want to know it? it'd be great if. Uh, Mason Crosby was kicking field goals for us instead of against us in the playoffs because he is our playoff killer. Uh, yeah, come over here because I don't I don't want to see you in the playoffs on another team because I get bad memories. So uh, yeah, the kicker situation not a good not a good situation at all. This 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 is not good and it's not a small deal. This is a big deal. That you know, this is a guy that could account for a lot of wins for us. Like look at last season, Brent Maher last season. Did some good things for the Cowboys. Don't get it twisted. Don't just get blinded by the bad playoff performance by Brent Maher. I mean, there's a there's a case that some of these games, if we didn't have a guy like Brent Maher on our team, we, you know, we wouldn't have been in the situation to play against Tampa in the first round. You know, I mean, granted, we probably would have won in the first round of the playoffs anyway if we got the fifth or the sixth seed. He wasn't the difference between us having a good or a bad season, but there were some games like you'll get some of those games earlier in the year. Uh, Brent Maher really did a lot of good stuff for the Cowboys when Dak Prescott wasn't on the team and the the team struggled to score touchdowns. So ultimately, I want the Cowboys to find a good kicker. It's seeming like it's hard to come by, but it is what it is. Uh, I think they'll find a guy come. Uh, the regular, or yeah, come, come preseason, regular season, whatever it may be, but they have to find them. We have to keep pressing them as a fan base to go find that guy. That's going to be it for the episode though, guys. Thank you for tuning in. I know I uploaded this one a little late. Um, I was at the shore yesterday and then I woke up today and I had a horrible headache, a horrible headache. I tried to record and I just looked back on my recording. My like, God, that's just horrible. Horrible. It's horrible. I I, I did not like the work that I did uh, when I was working through that headache to try and get this podcast out. But if you guys haven't already, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to hit that like button. Make sure to subscribe. Uh, If you haven't already, please make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you may be listening to. I would greatly appreciate that. Five stars would be awesome. And I will see you guys in the next episode. You better not duck me, son. You, you better, better not, not duck me, son. And stay. Stay off the weed. Thank you for listening to the Cowboys Beat Audio Podcast. Please make sure to follow the show and leave a review. We'll, we'll see, you see you next, next time, time on, on the Cowboys, Cowboys Beat, Beat Audio, Audio Podcast. Audio. Podcast.